If you enjoy WorkIt, please consider visiting widgetmag.com forward slash subscribe to support the show. Come on, you know we're good for it. Welcome to Work It, a show about work. This is a work of satire containing mature themes. Pour le service en français, appuyez sur le 1. For writer and performer Sam Alamey, please press 2. For writer and performer Janet Mowat, please press 3. For a measured and insightful discussion of this option is unavailable. For a comedic look at furlough, because what could be funnier, please stay on the line. Welcome to episode 41, where we're talking all about furloughs. That's where your job is eliminated while there's a global pandemic going on. Oh, so now we're sending people home from work because of sickness, but when I want the day off with gamers hangover, I get written up? If anyone tries to tell you life's actually fair, tell them for me to shut up. Anyway, now that I've set the tone and put you in a giving mood for CFMU's annual fundraiser, open up your wallet and enjoy the next sketch. That'll be a million dollars, furloughed or not. You're home early. Great news, darling. I just got furloughed. Oh, no. Well, I guess I can support us for a little while with my job. Do you want to tell Billy now or later? I don't care. The important thing is I can finally work on that novel I've always wanted to write. Oh, that's terrific, dear. The Great Quarantine Novel by me. That'll show him. Billy, your father needs to tell you something. Not now, woman. I've got a novel to write. The Great Quarantine Novel, Day One. My novel has to have big themes and big ideas. Betrayal, redemption, man's search for meaning. One autumn morning, on a quiet street in Toronto, there arose a nondescript bank teller? Sure, bank teller. His name was Marshall Everyman. Two on the nose? Eh, that's what rewrites are for. Let's see, what next, what next? Hey, sweetie, how's your writing going? Great, it's really coming together. The Great Quarantine Novel, Day 3. His name was Marshall Everyman. His name was Marshall Everyman. And anyways, he was a man with brown hair. And he liked chips. Hey, sweetie, you need anything from the store? Helen, I'm trying to focus. Do you want to try that again, Bill? I'm sorry, I'm just stressed. Uh, No, no, nothing from the store. Love you. Sorry. Okay, love you. Back in an hour. His favorite chips were Pringles. The Great Quarantine Novel, Day 7. He liked the taste of munchos, but the salt hurt his tummy, and... Oh, who am I kidding? This is crap! This whole thing is unusable crap! Ah! Ah! Stupid typewriter! Stupid Marshall Everyman! I have to start over! Ah! Hi, sweetie, is everything alright? Shut the f*** up, bitch! I'm trying to work! That's it? I'm taking Billy to my sisters! Fine, drop dead! Ah! 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 
<sighs> well, let's try that one again. Once, one, 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 one day. One day. The Great Quarantine Novel, Day 41. The end. I did it. I did it. I sacrificed everything, but I did it. My novel is done. And now an excerpt from the great quarantine novel. One time kitty cat go to store, his name Henry. So Henry go store, and did I mention the brown fur? And he likes chips, just like Marshall Everyman. Now kitty cats like same meow. Sweetie, I've brought these nice men with me. They're here to help. Oh, kitty cats say meow. My novel says it. That's the greatest novel. I'm a kitty cat. Oh, Bill. Please come with us, sir. Kitty cat work at bank. Well, let's get you better. The theme is mortality. My novel. My novel. Welcome to Highs and Furloughs, the game where contestants are just dying to get back to work. I'm Karen Fungal, and let's meet our contestants. First up, we've got Sharon Banks, a furloughed chef. Hi, folks. I'm cooking up some work. <laughs> Next to Sharon is Francis Behind, a furloughed clothing store clerk. I'm tailor-made for work, Karen. <laughs> Tailoring is the opposite of retail clothing, Francis, but never mind. Finally, let's welcome Bert Duffnell, a furloughed dental hygienist. I'm chomping at the bit for a paycheck, Karen. Yes, Bert, I can feel that desperation. Now let's hear about the prizes you're playing for. Karen, today's contestants, like always, are playing for a brand new paycheck. Ooh. This paycheck will cover all your bills and incidental costs twice a month, every month, with a little extra on the side for savings. Contestants, our first round is called The Waiting Game. Are you ready? Ready! ready. Uh, I'm ready. Because what else are you doing with your time, right? <laughs> In this round, you'll choose whether to wait out your furlough and eventually get your job back, or try to find a whole new career. Sharon, we'll start with you. Are you waiting or bailing? Uh, I'll bail, Karen. Sharon's abandoning her 30-year career as a top chef in the hopes of finding other work. Francis, how about you? I'm waiting, Karen. I know we'll get our jobs back soon. A bold move from Francis. Bert, how about you? Karen, I've waited long enough. Time for a new career. Our contestants have made up their minds. Now let's see how it pays off. Oh, too bad, Francis. You got the lockdown square. You know what that means. Your layoff is now permanent. But how will I feed my family? All the best in your uncertain future, Francis. Let's give him a round of applause, no, folks. Oh, really? I hey, where are you taking me? Bert and Sharon, congratulations. You've made it to the lockdown showdown. Today's Lockdown Showdown is all about reskilling. Bert and Sharon, you know the drill. We're going to throw you into a brand new industry and whoever adapts first wins this shiny new paycheck. Contestants ready? I'm ready, Karen. Time to put these transferable skills to work. Great to hear, guys. 
I've got the paycheck here in my hands. The new career you're taking on today is... Construction! Off you go! Sharon goes straight for the jackhammer, a bold move for a former chef. Let's see if she can turn it on. to a great start. Bert's trying to get that steamroller going. Ah! Whoops, Bert just steamrolled right over Sharon. Well, I guess that makes Bert the sole survivor and winner of this How week's... do I stop this thing? Uh-oh, there go cameras two and three, plus their operators, may they rest in peace. Look out! just steamrolled over the entire Sorry. audience. What a mess, but he's still, by default, the winner of this Karen, week's... get out of the way! There we go. So, did I win? Do, uh, do I got that paycheck now? Or later? Oh, I crossed it along with Karen. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in, folks. Sorry about the mess. <laughs> See you next week. At the job bank, I guess. And now a reading by Amanda Lair. I'm sorry I was a bad eagle. Please stop making me eat that disgusting man's liver. Hey, Zeus, old buddy, pal. I know that we've been on the outs since you declared, bring me the beauteous Ganymede, and I rolled my eyes and groaned, oh good, another cup twink for Zeus. I was so worried we were gonna run out. But it's been 30 millennia, so it's about time that I come right out and say it. You know how you chained Prometheus to a rock for eternity and I have to eat his liver every day? That punishment was way too cruel. To me. First of all, that spot where you chained him in the Caucasus? Nowhere near my nest. I'm aware that you mostly hang around Olympus, but surely even you know that that mountain range is 750 miles long. That's one hell of a commute. And you gods may eat the same thing every damn day. Little ambrosia, a little nectar, but the rest of us crave some variety. You want to know what I had for breakfast this morning? Warm liver. The 10,950,000 days before that? Warm liver. Tomorrow? Oh look, more warm liver. Would it kill you to leave me some sides once in a while? Maybe Dolmatis or a nice Chianti? Have I mentioned how big a titan liver is? It's huge. I'm very bloated, Zeus. Would it help if I apologized? Fine. Besides the whole Ganymede thing, which you weren't supposed to hear, I'm sorry I ate the squirrel that I found in your throat room. I had no idea that you'd transformed one of your nymph side pieces to hide her from Hera. You should pick a bigger animal next time. And don't nymphs basically grow on trees? Also, I'm sorry that I said that you can't get girls unless you turn into a bird first. That was unfair. Sometimes you turn into a bull. Or marry your own sister. 
But as I was saying, it's not just the monotony that's bothering me. It's the guy that the liver's attached to. I can't sugarcoat this, Zeus. Prometheus reeks. He's been lying out there in the sun, unshowered for countless ages of man, so I have to chew through a seven-layer dip of stank to get anywhere near his organs. It's disgusting. For the love of you, can't you at least send Hermes to hose him off once in a while? Also, I can't blame Prometheus for this, but the daily torture and isolation from all humankind is making him a little off. After a few centuries of screaming, he went through this phase where he kept trying to bite me so we'd be even. Now he thinks he has jokes. I don't chat with my food if I can avoid it, but lately, as soon as I land, he's been doing this spasmodic little wink and saying, come here often. Then he makes finger guns. It's mortifying. Even if I did occasionally drop your thunderbolts right behind you and snicker when you jumped, subjecting me to this level of social awkwardness seems cruel and unusual. So, have I guessed my bird crime yet, or was it something else? I mean, I'm not the Oracle of Delphi here. Be honest, is this about that night we both got really drunk and you said, yo, your mom's a hideous sea monster. And I said, well, <laughs> at least my dad loved me enough that he could tell the difference between me and a literal rock. And then you didn't speak for like 20 minutes. I went too far. Kronos is off limits. Remember all the good times we had? Like when you saw me soar by right before you fought the Titans and thought, damn, what a bird. Like, omen quality. Must be my lucky day. I served you well. And if we're being honest, I'm about as well-behaved an eagle as you are a god. And I don't see anyone making you chew down on awful. Wait, what? Really? I won't be doing this much longer? I'm not sure why you said it all weird and darkly chuckled, but I'm just glad you're coming around, man. You're sending Heracles on a liberation mission with a long-range bow? Good! Maybe we can go hunting after he frees me. But whatever we catch, he can eat the liver. While many people have been furloughed during this pandemic, one group that hasn't are the stars of the new Mortal Kombat movie premiering in April. I recently visited the set of this film, based on the infamous fatality-filled video game, to find out how COVID has affected the shoot. I'm here with the director and co-star of the new Mortal Kombat movie, Reptile. How are you holding up, Reptile? Oh, pretty good. Can't complain. Well, I could, but what good would it do, right? Absolutely. So, Reptile, how have the various pandemic protocols affected filming? It's been alright. I mean, when the CDC announced mask recommendations, Sub-Zero and Scorpion were like, um, that won't be a problem. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, they already wear masks. I don't get it. Anyways, look, the social distancing rules did make shooting difficult. I bet. Your movie's about hand-to-hand, -hand, in-your-face fighting. How did you film that and still respect social distancing? It took some creativity. As you can see, here's Kano driving up in a digger truck. And who's that stunned lady over there? That's Kano's archenemy, Sonya Blade. Now watch. Kano is going to use the claw of the digger truck to scoop out the still-beating heart from her chest. 
interesting. And here is the wicked sorcerer Shang Tsung using a high-powered vacuum truck to suck out the souls of his victims. Well, it sounds like you've mastered the art of the socially distanced fatality. We do our best. Still, can't be too careful. We're exploring whether we can do fatalities that are even more socially distanced. And how's that? Well, the combatants, uh, that's with a K, you understand. Yes, yes, I know. Great, great. The combatants have been erecting very scary billboards to try and kill each other from 100 yards. Is that right? It hasn't worked yet, but, well, take a look over there. Shao Kahn has just put up his latest. Uh, I can't make it out. It's a nude Ted Cruz as a minotaur, and he's being suckled at his udders by the gremlins from Gremlins. And naked minotaur Ted Cruz is smiling and winking. Well, what do you think? <gasps> Great work, Shao. Really killer stuff. <laughs> All right, everyone, back to one. Kano, can you put Sonia's heart back in? What do you mean it doesn't work that way? Oh lord, this movie's gonna be another miss for reptile. Yes siree, it's a reptile dysfunction. And action. Ooh, a fly. Coming soon to CHAM Cham TV, your daily escape from reality. It's the season premiere of Westdale's favorite soap opera, Furlough Sweet Chariot. Lenny, there's something I've been meaning to tell you. I'm pregnant. Brianna, at last, this one must be mine. You've been at home doing literally nothing for 11 months. Well, remember when we snuck over to your brother's house for Christmas dinner? <gasps> you didn't. I did, Lenny. Your brother and I did, while you were mashing the potatoes like a fool. Follow the thrilling chronicles of Lenny, Brianna, and no one else. I still can't believe you slept with my brother. Will you get over it? It's not like we'll see him again for another year or whatever. How am I supposed to get over it? There's nothing else happening in my life except that my wife is gestating my nephew. Ugh! Just shut up and take out the trash! With all the twists and turns that come from being stuck at home without any work or certainty about the future. I hate you, Lenny! I hate you, Brianna! Wanna, wanna go for a walk? Sure. But let's not take the normal route, I'm sick of it. Ugh, whatever. And a cliffhanger ending you won't believe. Brianna, I have to tell you something. What is it, Lenny? I'm... I'm changing careers. I can't wait out this furlough any longer. I'm becoming a podcaster. Oh my god, Lenny, no! Yes! Furlough Sweet Chariot, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. after Ronorama with Steve McQuickly. So that's it then. Janet! Shh, I'm on the phone! Yes, yes, I see. Janet! Shh! Fine, well, 
Let us know if anything changes. What? What is it? I was just wondering if you'd want to do a podcast scene with me. Bad news, Sam. There won't be any podcast scenes. We've been furloughed. Furballed? Furloughed. We're out of work because of COVID. Kitty cats say meow? What are we going to do, Sam? How are we supposed to survive if we're no longer able to squander our time, money, and talent on a middling podcast with 10 listeners? How, I ask you? Calm down, Janet. I'm sure we'll process this difficult news in some sort of predictable, even cliched way. It'll be fine. The five stages of being furloughed. Stage one, denial. There must be some mistake. Look, let's just keep brainstorming work at episode themes. That way we'll be ready when they call to say they screwed up. Okay, what if episode 41 is about soft skills? Love it. For episode 42, what if we did like a radio play, like Murder at CFMU or something? Ooh, nice. Okay, episode 43. Let's see. Let's see. Three weeks later. And episode 331 could be about... Those little color-coded post-its you use to identify sections in a lengthy document. Episode 332, I'm thinking, could be on why the Canon 433 photocopier is prone to paper jams. And people said we'd run out of material. Can't believe they still haven't called. Stage 2, Anger. That's... Stupid, no talent radio station! What does CFMU even stand for? C***ing mother, you f***ers! I got a mind to go down to that station and leave a flaming bag of dog dew in the recording booth. Be better than whatever they're playing instead of us. Two bags, three! Of monkey dew, hippo dew! An industrial vat of yeti dew! Exactly. Okay, I'll go find some monkeys at the zoo, and Sam, you go to Tibet and locate the yeti. No problem. Stage three. Bargaining. Please, Mr. Yeti, can I have your poo, please? One vat's worth, that's right. What's that? You need some man poo to leave at the Tibetan campus radio station? It's a deal. Welcome to the Toronto Zoo. I'd like one monkey do and one hippo do, please. That'll be $20. Back your car up there and pop the trunk. Next. Stage four. Depression. Janet, even though we absolutely painted CFMU's walls with the dung of monkey, hippo, and yeti, I don't feel any better. I know what you mean. I, I feel like my normal, everyday self. Completely hopeless. You know? Normal. Yeah, what happened to those stages? Stage four must be being normal. Stage five. Acceptance. You know what? They don't want us to do work it. Fine. I'm done sulking. You're right. Let's do something useful with our time. But what? Hmm. Well, I'm getting pretty sick of this whole coronavirus thing. Great idea. Let's cure it. Grab those beakers, Sam. Where did I put my swabs? With the time and energy they normally spend on work it, Sam and Janet cured COVID-19 later that day. They open sourced the cure because they're not evil sacks of garbage who should probably be parody satired, like, for example, Bill Gates should be. It was the dawning of a glorious new age. Feasts, orgies, factories turning CEOs to dog chow. Truly, Sam and Janet ending work it was the single greatest thing that ever happened ever. Okay, bye bye. Hey 
Hey, what's up guys? Welcome back to our channel. I'm Johnny. And I'm Tina. Before we get started, be sure to subscribe and hit that bell to get notifications. So I just got furloughed from my masseur job and Tina's on a temporary layoff from her personal landscaping work. Like what gives? Where are people gonna get their no-no zones waxed? The hardware store? Now a lot of you in the Johnny and Tina-verse have been asking, hey Johnny, Hey Tina, how can I make the most of my furlough? We thought as lifestyle influencers, we'll do a little daily vlog of our furlough journey and show you how to do it right. So listen, if you don't take this time to monetize your side hustle, hit the home gym, you know, get swole, you're doing it wrong. Totally, for all my beauties out there, this is your chance. Join that essential oil MLM, clean up your eating, practice yoga every single day, let's do this. Like, what else are you gonna do with all this time, right? Let's do this, Johnny out. Johnny and Tina's furlough, day one. Huh, 29, huh, 30, sick. Oh, you're so strong, baby. I know, babe, this furlough's gonna be sick. Day eight. Hey guys, so just a reminder, my essential oils are for sale. I invested all my savings and I need to recruit 300 more sellers before I can start making money. So, love you guys. Day 37. I, I miss you, Kim. If there's anything you need, I won't be far away. Oh, dude, babe, you're watching that again? That's the 47th time this week. You would have run across the whole country with all your friends if I left you. You don't love me like Forrest. Oh, for f at least take a shower. Day 48. Uh, 10. I'm done, bro. I'm so tired. But baby, your muscles. My muscles are tired, Gina. Oh my God, Johnny, no. I'm nothing without my muscles. Day 62. Um, baby, what the hell is this? Uh, it's a box of ice cream sandwiches, babe. With chocolate ice cream, babe. I'm sick of vanilla ice cream sandwiches, Tina. We've been eating them every day for 62 days. I can't get through this furlough with chocolate ice cream, Johnny. Babe, calm down. I'm recording for the vlog. Give me that camera. No, give, give, it. give it back to me. Day 93. I can't believe it, guys. Check it out. We got a puppy. His name's Horace. It's like my life has a new purpose, you know? I don't have work or money, but here's this whole animal that needs me. So nurturing. Now I just need to get my essential oil business off the ground and our lives will be perfect again. I really love this for us. Day 94. You were supposed to feed him last you week. You said you would, and then he barked about Louboutin, You were supposed to Johnny. feed him last week. Those are my I was going to sell those for rent money. Don't you dare. No, I don't even care. I hate you. Well, you. You get away from my Mars, nights, don't you. Don't you listen to this. It's time the dog knew the truth. Day 117. Hi beauties! Today I'm doing some gourmet cooking. We've got a beautiful ragu simmering away here. Babe, how long till we eat? Soon, baby! Now we'll just empty half a bottle of rat poison into Johnny's bowl. Day 136. Hey beauties! Sorry it's been a while. Just getting back from the hospital after I accidentally poisoned myself. 
Hey, now, I need more ice cream sandwiches. Meanwhile, Johnny forgot to feed our puppy Horace, who ate Johnny's right leg and entire face while he slept. Didn't you, you silly puppy? Ice cream! Johnny want ice cream! Oh my god, I'm coming! Ice cream! Hello? Wait, they're lifting restrictions? And you want both of us back tomorrow? Listen, Johnny doesn't have a face anymore. Or his super gorgeous rippling muscles anymore. No, that's great. I'm glad you're desperate. See you tomorrow. Bye. Okay, well, guess what, guys? We're pivoting. Check out Johnny and myself's videos every day while we show you how to maximize your back at work lifestyle. Be sure to check out my essential oil inventory. Now 98% off. Please buy those quick. Bye. I want ice cream. I said I'm coming. I said ice cream. Chocolate sauce. That's crushed me no more. There it is, folks. Episode 41 of Work It in the Can. In case you weren't aware, it was really funny. You're welcome. You heard Amanda Lair reading the piece we call Bad Eagle, though it actually has a much longer name. But if you were going to adapt it to a band name, Bad Eagle is pretty sick. Amanda is at Amlair, A-M underscore L-E-H-R, on Twitter, with pieces in McSweeney's Slackjaw Widget. Editing assistance by Josh Klasko, J-O-S-H-K-L-A-S-C-O, on Twitter, with pieces in McSweeney's Hard Times, and also Widget. Congrats to them both. Mastering by Alex Gilson. Check out the This Is Branchburg podcast, produced by Adult Swim and Absolutely. Donate to CFMU, folks. And after that, meet me in the city of unemployed brotherly love, Furlough Delphia. I go die now. <laughs>